2: Jackson Gatlin here, host of the Monday edition Locked On NBA podcast. Every Monday, I cover the three biggest stories in the NBA with the local experts from Locked On. It's an awesome recap of the weekend of the NBA and a look at what's ahead. Mark your calendars on Monday to join me for Locked On NBA podcast, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts.
3: Oh, like because when I shot I expected to make it.
4: So, like, I don't shoot kind of mess. Uh...
2: You are Locked On Raptors, part of the Locked On podcast network. Your team every day.
5: Hey, what's going on? Welcome to episode number 957 of Locked on Raptors for Tuesday, June the 1st. I'm your host, Sean Woodley of RaptorsHQ.com. You can find me on Twitter as always, at WoodleySean. You can find the show at Locked on Raptors, where, and also find the show wherever you get your podcasts. And leave a rating, review, support, follow, subscribe, whatever the hell your podcast app of choice asks you to do to the podcasts you like to support them. Please go ahead and and do those things. It's very much appreciated. Today's show is brought to you by Locker Room. Download the app and join me this week, probably Friday afternoon, to get in on the action. Locker Room, changing the way we talk about Sports. All right, on today's show, a bit of a deviation from what we've been doing the last four shows, where we've done the season from hell in review as we've dove into uh, reviews of some individual players and their seasons. That were, we're going to take a bit of a reprieve from that today to talk a little draft, and it's sort of a special episode as well as on the Lockdown Network. We're doing a weekly sort of lottery mock draft YouTube show, and we're turning into podcasts as well. And so I'm going to run. The mock draft, the lottery mock draft that we did uh, with the hosts who were obviously in the mock draft. We did a tankathon sim and we drafted off of that. The Raptors picked eighth, and I took Keon Johnson, the guard out of Tennessee. And I'll get into some reasoning for that before we get into that in just a second here, but uh, that's going to be in the back part of the show really hope you enjoy it. These will be a thing that come out a few times, uh, you know, over the course of the next few weeks here before the draft lottery and they're pretty informative and also a pretty good way to kind of get a feel, even if the Raptors aren't taking a guy, you'll get a feel of what type of player they are, why each of these hosts decided to take the player at the slot that they did. All of these guys are in the conversation for the Raptors because they could move up to one, they could fall down as low as 10th or I think 11th is the lowest they can go, if I'm not mistaken Um, and so there's a wide range of possibilities in this draft after the top five it kind of is anybody's guess as to who's going to go in which order and uh, you'll get the lowdown on all these guys even if they are not going to the raptors in this mock draft exercise my hope is that in future ones the toronto raptors will move up because we have not moved up many times in the attempts i've done on tankathon or anything like that Um, so hopefully the raptors move up in the in the one we're doing through the lockdown network so hope you enjoy it that'll be the back part of the show Uh, and I will talk a little bit more about my pick of Keon Johnson in just one second here and sort of the general draft philosophy that I'm hoping the Raptors employ going into the draft if they do end up not climbing up and perhaps drop a spot or two uh, we'll get to that in one second but I do have some uh, news some breaking news to pass along to the listeners of the podcast and uh, get excited because it's gonna be a lot of fun June 22nd, 7.30 p.m. Eastern Time on Zoom, I will be hosting a Locked On Raptors draft lottery watch party. It's going to be very, very fun. It'll feature me. I'm going to solicit some friends of the podcast to join as well. We'll do some Q&A. We'll probably do some trivia, and there are going to be prizes and things like that as well. And getting into it is super easy, and we are basically just making it—you have to make a donation to one of two— Charities to get in. The two charities are the Indian Residential School Survivor Society. If you are paying attention to the news right now, you need no explanation for why that is on the list of charities that we are supporting with this lottery watch party. Um, the residential school history in this country is disgusting, and it is continually swept under the rug and referred to as something in the past tense. And you can't really refer to something in the past tense that has not been resolved or reconciled whatsoever. And so as we learn more about the two hundred and fifteen uh children, the bodies the bodies of two hundred and fifteen children who were found at a mass grave at a former residential school site in Kamloops, BC, and we track towards potentially discovering more as calls to discover and and find these mass graves continues um this conversation is not going anywhere and it should not and we are all as people who live in canada we are all sitting on stolen land and we are all people who uh benefit from colonialism and what the settlers did way back in the day and continue to do till today so uh that is one of the charities you'll be donating to. A $25 donation will get you into the draft party. The other one is Islamic Reliefs uh, Palestine Emergency Fund. Uh, if you send a receipt donating to either one of these charities, you can donate to both if you'd like. Of at least $25, you will be granted access into the draft lottery Zoom party. It's going to be a ton of fun, and we got prizes and things like that. Also, our friends over at, Asp, at Pascal Fan Club, uh, Pascal Siakam Propaganda Account, uh, we love them. They're doing their own fundraiser as well for the caring society another indigenous charity and uh, they have put up uh, a a wonderful prize as well a pascal siakam all-star t-shirt will be one of the prizes available for those who are able to attend the zoom watch party as well so Lots of fun things, and hopefully we're going to generate some money for a couple of extremely important causes, especially uh, important causes at the moment in time that we are at, and I uh, appreciate everybody for donating, and I hope to see a lot, a lot of you there. We've already raised like 125 bucks between the two charities uh, with plenty more, hopefully, to come. And again, we'll have friends. We'll Kelsey O'Brien's already on tap to be in the Q&A. Uh, we're going to hopefully get a lot of fun people stopping in over the course of the watch party. We'll watch the lottery results, maybe have a couple of drinky poos. I don't know. It's going to be a blast, and I'll continue to come up with ideas for it over the course of the next little while. So go to my Twitter. It's my pinned tweet right now if you want the information, you want the uh, charities we're donating to. And if you get me a DM or an email, With the um, the receipt of your donation, I will add you to my mailing list who will receive the passwords for the draft lottery party on the night of. It's very exclusive, you see. Um, But that'll do it for the business part there. I do want to take a second to talk about the pick I make in this upcoming Locked On NBA mock draft lottery that we did that you're going to hear in the back two segments of the show. I took Keon Johnson with the eighth overall pick. The Raptors dropped down to eighth. Uh, Some weird stuff happened at the top of the draft. The Thunder got number one, which is disgusting. The Pacers jumped all the way up to number two, proving that it is possible for uh, teams in the Raptors range or lower to jump up and giving perhaps some hope for future lottery luck to go the Raptors way. I don't know. (laughs) I'm finding myself really digging into... Uh, raptors juju and the spirituality when it comes to the draft lottery so any opportunity i can uh to sort of just comment upon the basketball and lottery gods i'm going to do it i suppose but anyway eighth overall pick i took keon johnson the 6-5 guard out of tennessee uh for me what i want the raptors to do in this draft it's not a place they expect to be going forward I can't imagine they're going to be happy if they're in this spot next year and I don't think they will be they're too good they're too deep and a fully healthy season I think back in Toronto is going to be another playoff season so this could be a one-time opportunity to add a lottery level talent and Keon Johnson is very very good he is uh, an excellent straight line driver maybe the best athlete in the entire draft kind of on the Jalen Green tier and also is an excellent defender both on and off the ball where he's a little bit raw is in terms of ball handling and playmaking and you know the three point shot as well is not totally there But those are things that can be uh, reformed and fixed and developed. And the Toronto Raptors, as we know, are quite good at doing the development thing. Uh, Actually, let's take a listen in here. Raphael Barlow is one of the hosts of Locked On NBA Draft. And he uh, offered some thoughts, a quick little remark on the Raptors selection through me of Keon Johnson at number eight in this
6: draft. Here's what Raphael had to say. Number eight, the Toronto Raptors and Keon Johnson. I really like this pick because I... I am a very big fan of Toronto's development program. Johnson is raw, but I think if there is one team that I feel like that can help him maximize his potential, it is the Toronto Raptors. Well, if Rafael
5: Barlow, one of the smartest draft guys there is, and a future guest of the podcast, I'm sure, between now and the draft, if he's saying that my pick of Keon Johnson's a good one for all of the reasons he said, then I'm going to pat myself on the back a little bit and be pretty happy about the pick I made. Uh, There were a couple other guys I was kind of thinking of there. Alperin Sengun, the Turkish center, is pretty fun. He throws some cool passes, and he's uh, seemingly quite an offensive talent. Uh, I like Jaden Springer a lot as well, the other Tennessee guard who is potentially going in the lottery. Seems like he's slipping a little bit. So maybe 7 or 8 would be too high to take him, but I really like me some Springer and I would not be upset. It kind of feels like 6 through even like 20 is kind of an amorphous blob of prospects and it's going to come down to fit and need. So maybe Springer fits the bill. The reason I went Johnson overall is I think, as I kind of pointed out, and you'll hear me uh, say this in the mock draft that we run just in the back two segments here, I think with Johnson, the upside is very clear. The scoring punch very obviously seems to be a thing that's going to come around for him. And when I'm thinking about how to complement Fred Van Vliet, OG Ananobi, and Pascal Siakam, three guys who are unbelievable defenders, all pretty good, I think, or or they will eventually, in the case of OG, get to the point of being very good secondary ball handlers, like the number two option type guys. Finding a guy who can just be... A go to score to kind of break things open, score in isolation, and kind of. You know, just sort of get through the muck when the Raptors kind of fall into their worst offensive habits with their main core. I think that's the kind of guy to target here. I know people want a center. I know people are really excited by a center. I still kind of believe that center is an easily replaceable position, and the bad feelings of Aaron Baines and the horrible season he had are kind of affecting the conversation around that. Look, if they jump up and get Evan Mobley, you're not going to see me complain whatsoever. But I think in terms of prioritizing what the roster needs, If we're assuming Kyle Lowry's on the way out, which I have no idea, we can't assume anything right now, but if that's the assumption that we're going by at the moment, I think a guard to play next to uh, Fred Van Vliet, maybe someone with higher upside than Gary Trent Jr., who's already probably a better defender than Gary Trent Jr., uh, that seems like a pretty... Easy fit to me if you're going Keon Johnson. And even then, if you want to start Gary Trent next year and have Keon come off the bench and play with Malachi Flynn, you can't do really wrong there either. Um, you know, it's a bit of a development project. Maybe the timeline's a little bit off when it comes to OG and Pascal and Fred and their contracts and, you know, their sort of window of competing here. But I think Johnson. Is a really tantalizing guy, and if you're stuck with number eight, which obviously is not the most ideal spot to be, uh, you're going to get a good player there. That's kind of my big takeaway here is there's lots of cool players going in that range, and to me, Keon Johnson is the coolest and the highest upside among them. With that, we will move into the mock draft portion of today's podcast. The uh, lottery hosts covering all the teams on the Lockdown Network in the lottery, going through their picks, detailing all the players. You know, you'll know, you hear words on Cade Cunningham and Evan Mobley, guys, who could potentially be members of the Raptors if things go super duper well in the lottery. We'll see, but uh, I think it'll be a useful thing to listen into for sure. And you'll also hear me make the Keon Johnson pick and expand upon my thoughts of why he's a nice fit with the Raptors going forward here. So that's, Coming up in just one second. But before we get to that, I want to tell you about our friends over at Locker Room, who are the first social audio platform made for sports fans. The app is free to download, and once you're in, you can talk with me, other fans, athletes, and insiders in real time about your favorite team or sport. I'll be hosting rooms for Locked On Raptors once a week, or usually every other week, we're kind of doing right now, but hopefully weekly as we get closer to the draft. Yes, and you can finally join in on the conversation you can listen to, or that you do listen to here every single day. Locker rooms the perfect place to start or join conversations about the leagues that you like. You'll have a chance to chat with me. It might even be ta- ch- featured on this podcast because sometimes I'll repurpose those Q&A mailbag sections into podcasts on here, the Lockdown Raptors feed. Go to the free Locker Room app right now, currently on iOS and Android. Be sure to create a profile, link your Twitter, and join the group of your choosing covering the league that you want. You can follow me at Sean Woodley as well to be notified when my rooms go live. You don't want to miss it. Again, usually Friday afternoons is kind of what we're shooting for You'll get the notification if you follow me when they get posted. We'll see you there. Locker Room is changing the way we talk about sports. Today's show is also brought to you by our pals over at rockauto.com. As you know, a family business serving auto parts customers online for 20 years. Go to rockauto.com to shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers. They've got everything you need from engine control modules and brake parts to tail lamps, motor oil, new carpets, whatever it might be for your classic or your daily driver. You can get it in a few easy clicks and have it delivered directly to your door. Their catalog is so easy to use that I can use it. I'm a dummy. I don't know how to do cars. I don't know what goes in what. I just know the parts that I need and I can see them very plainly and clearly with many options to choose from at rockauto.com. Best of all the prices at rockauto.com are always reliably low and the exact same for professionals and do-it-yourselfers. Why spend up to twice as much for the exact same parts? Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your vehicle and write locked on in there. How did you hear about us Bucks? So the know that we sent you as well. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the car parts you will ever need at rockauto.com. All right, let's get into it. The Locked On Lottery mock draft special that uh, we put together. You can go watch it on YouTube as well if you want to see my beautiful face, but you'll hear it right here featuring all of the hosts covering the teams picking in the lottery after we did the old Tankathon spin. And uh, of course, before we also get into that, a reminder that we've got lots of great playoff coverage going on on the other Locked On shows. If you're interested in the Locked On Suns podcast to hear about how Phoenix is doing as they go into Game 5 against the Lakers tonight, highly recommend. And the road to the the finals our nba playoff coverage is brought to you by Michelob ultra it's only worth it if you enjoy it at 2.6 carbs and 95 calories we can all enjoy the games a little bit more this season and with that let's get to it the locked on mock draft lottery special coming up here starting with rylan styles of locked on thunder the dastardly thunder who got the first overall pick and cade cunningham it's a bummer but listen to rylan talk about why cade cunningham is so freaking good here you go
0: Nick Angstead from Lockdown NBA here, and the NBA playoffs are raging on, but there's still a ton of teams in the NBA not participating at this point. So we decided to include some of those and do a mini mock draft weekly now on Lockdown NBA, and to have each of our hosts make their selections and get their pick and tell us why they made these picks. So we went to Tankathon, we did a simulation of the draft lottery, and this is how the order came up. Oklahoma City Thunder got the number one pick. The Indiana Pacers flew all the way up to number two. 11 spots they moved up, a very low chance of that happening, so kind of created some chaos here. The Houston Rockets kept their pick. Detroit Pistons and then Orlando Magic round out the top five. We will play each clip from our host making their selection, deciding who they're going to pick, and you're going to hear first from Ryland Styles of the Locked on Thunder podcast.
3: I'm Ryland Stiles, host of the Locked On Thunder podcast on the Locked On Podcast Network, your teams every day. The Oklahoma City Thunder are on the clock with the first overall pick in the 2021 Locked On NBA mock draft. The Oklahoma City Thunder will select with the first overall pick, Cade Cunningham, point guard, Oklahoma State. Cade Cunningham is by far the best player in this draft. Not even the Sacramento Kings could overthink this pick. He is going to go number one overall. He has an elite trait. He can score at all three levels. He's very versatile. He has an elite playmaking ability. He can do it all on the floor. He's a taller SGA. The Thunder already have SGA. And that pairing, that duo, would be able to dominate this league in two to three years. This would set the Thunder on a path of a championship faster than any other outcome. It would very much accelerate their timeline. It would just be the best possible thing for Oklahoma City. Kate Cunningham is a wonderful prospect, something that we haven't really seen in a couple of years. Kate Cunningham is going to dominate the NBA, and hopefully, it'll be in Oklahoma City. For more on Kate Cunningham, more on the possible draft picks for the Oklahoma City Thunder, subscribe to Locked on Thunder wherever you get your podcast from.
7: In the first ever Locked on NBA mock draft and lottery, the Pacers luck into the number two pick, jumping all the way up from number 13, an incredible lottery for them after barely missing the playoffs. And with the second pick, the Pacers, we've decided to take Jalen Suggs from Gonzaga. I'm in Bankers Life Fieldhouse right now, where a bunch of fans will be very excited to watch Jalen Suggs play for the Indiana Pacers. Evan Mobley, strong consideration from USC, but given the number of strong young frontcourt players already on this Indiana roster, Suggs seemed like the better pick, dynamic scorer from all over the floor, great self-creator, great creator for others as well, just a fantastic basketball player Jalen Suggs, his home run pick at number two, honestly can't go wrong with either him or Mobley. And the Pacers are happy to get him in the door. He'll immediately ignite the team, be a presence in their backcourt, and hopefully lead the team for many seasons to come if this was able to happen. And if the Pacers did, jump up to number two in the draft. We'd break that all down on the Locked on Pacers podcast.
2: What's up? Jackson Gatlin here for over at Locked on Rockets picking for the Houston Rockets at number three overall in this week's Locked On Mock Draft. And with the third overall selection, the Rockets are going to take Evan Mobley out of the University of Southern California. Evan Mobley, to me, is the clear-cut second-best prospect in this draft, right behind Cade Cunningham. Like Jalen Suggs, I really do, but with Cade off the board and Suggs off the board at number two already in this mock draft, you have to go Evan Mobley at number three. There's not. Any proper reasoning for taking Jalen Green or Jonathan Kaminga ahead of Evan Mobley? Yes, there might be some some concerns for taking a big, uh, in a guard driven league, which is exactly what you know where the NBA is trending right now. But Evan Mobley really is that unicorn type player, he's shown a lot of prowess defensively and for the Rockets, for the, the, the fit angle alongside Christian Wood. Christian was already shown an ability to be able to play alongside Kelly Olynyk. He's a multi-positional player that can slot in at the four or the five. So there should be no questions of fit alongside Evan Mobley. He makes the sense, the most sense at pick number three. And it's really exciting for the Rockets to walk away with him at this spot in this draft, because Hey, Any simulation, any mock draft where the Rockets keep their pick is a good one. But walking away with Evan Mobley makes it a great one.
4: With the fourth pick in Lockdown Network's NBA mock draft, the Detroit Pistons select The 6'6 shooting guard from the NBA G League Ignite, Jalen Green. Green was one of the five-star recruits that decided to forego college basketball and go straight to the NBA G League, where he averaged 18 points a game while shooting 36% from deep with a true shooting percentage of 61%. Now, while the Pistons were supposed to get the second overall pick, the Locked On Network's lottery had them drop to four, which is not the worst thing. If the Pistons do drop to four in real life, that will not be the worst thing ever because this is supposedly supposed to be a top-five high or, or top-heavy draft. So if they finish in the top five, I'll be cool. So number four, I'll be happy with Jalen Green. He would slight... Perfectly, I think, next to Killian Hayes and Sadiq Bey. I probably would have taken Evan Mobley here, but you know, Jackson with Houston wanted to go ahead and draft him the pick right before me. So, But we will take Jalen Green. Jalen Green is a perfect fit, like I said. So, you know, we'll take it. We'll take it. As long as it's not outside the top five, we will take it. So over here at Locked On Pistons, we will take Jalen Green at number four. And next on the Locked On Network's clock, we got
8: Locked On Magic at number f- This is Philip Ross Mike, the host of Locked On Magic here for our first week NBA mock draft here on the NBA Locked On Podcast Network. With the fifth pick in the draft, the Orlando Magic are selecting Jonathan Kuminga. When you're picking this high in the draft, when you have the third worst record in the league, you can't really be picky. You got to take the best player available, and this is a Magic team that is in desperate need of some talent. Jonathan Kuminga provides that for the Orlando Magic as someone who has an NBA-ready body that can step in and defend immediately, can already be able getting to the basket and really played a lot better than I think a lot of people expected in the G League bubble and for the G League Ignite. Obviously, there's still a lot of questions, and the biggest question would be fit. The Orlando Magic have two young forwards, and Jonathan Isaac and Chimo Kiki playing his position, and a big part of the puzzle will probably be Kuminga would get minutes, with Jonathan Isaac still working his way back from injury. Kuminga definitely still has to improve his jumper, too, but Orlando wants to be a team that is built on its defense. That's how they were successful in 2019 and 2020, to get back in the playoffs, and that's going to be their key to get back in the playoff contention pretty quickly anyway. With the, with the fifth pick, again, you take the best player available, and that is Jonathan Kuminga. Don't worry, the magic will be back with a second pick coming up here in the lottery. But until then, this has been Philip Rossenreich of Locked On Magic. Who's next?
9: Hey, Chris Manning here from the Locked On Cavs podcast, picking number six overall in this this mock draft. And my co-host, Evan Devil and I decided as the fake GMs of the Cleveland Cavaliers to go with Scotty Barnes from Florida State. He's 6'9", a really interesting playmaker, uh, has a lot of really good instincts on both sides of the ball by all accounts. He's been a winning player at every level he's played at. Look, I think Cleveland would have liked to have the coin flip go their way and then thus give them better odds that someone like Jalen Green, Cade Cunningham, Evan Mobley, you know, Suggs, maybe even Kuminga. Um, but I, I think if you're at six and I think you look at the board, how it shakes out, there's some guards available, certainly. There's another wing in Jalen Johnson available. But I think with Barnes, you got a guy that has a ton of playmaking upside. You can never have enough playmakers in the NBA. You can never have enough big playmakers in the NBA either. And the Cavs don't have any really good big playmakers right now. You can bring him in. Maybe he starts the year coming off the bench behind a Torian prince or a Larry Nance or a Kevin Love at the 3 and the 4. But he can come in and, and long-term, him and Isaac Okoro as a duo, can be an incredibly smart, incredibly tough, incredibly winning duo on the wing. And that is something the Cavs have just not really had when they've not had LeBron James. This is a pick that maybe does offer you the win-now sort of upside that I think ownership might want in Cleveland, but I think, ultimately, this is a really, really smart basketball pick. The Cavs need good basketball players. Barnes could be, I think, one of the very best players in this class at 6'9", playmaking, defensive instincts, all the stuff that he does that I think is really intriguing. I, I I love this pick at 6, and if you're not getting one of the best guys, I, I think Barnes is a really, really good guy to come away with.
10: Wes Goldberg here with Locked On Warriors, choosing 7th overall for Golden State in the Locked On Podcast Network's weekly mock draft. Uh, with. The 7th pick, the Warriors are going to take Franz Wagner out of Michigan, a sophomore out of Michigan. The reason we're going in this direction is that the Warriors with this James Wiseman experience last year found out the hard way how difficult it is to develop a young player and also try to win at the same time. So, what the Warriors are looking for is a little bit less upside here and guys that who guys who can more immediately Contribute. That's Franz Wagner. This guy's a 38% three-point shooter. Great court vision, playmaking. At six foot nine, at 220, he's got good size, high basketball IQ. Comes from a basketball family. Um, look, not the highest level of athleticism that comes with the upside. He's not going to be a go-to scorer for you, but the Warriors don't need that. They already have a go-to stor- scorer. They have Steph Curry. Getting Franz Wagner. Could be like their Joe Ingles. He's a perfect complementary piece. He's going to be able to switch and do things on defense, hit open shots, attack against a bent defense on the weak side. This is a great pick for the Warriors at number
5: seven. All right, we're going to round out the lottery mock draft with my pick starting things off, Keon Johnson at number eight. Coming up in just a second here. Uh, But first, I want to tell you about our friends over at betonline.ag, the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports action. Baseball is in full swing, as are the NBA and NHL playoffs. Plus, you got your UFC and MMA fights, you've got horse racing, you've got tennis, and a whole bunch of other things going on all summer long. Before the next sporting event that you want to bet on, go over to betonline.ag on your laptop or mobile device and check out all the great sporting news, sign up bonuses, and contest info. Don't Don't sit at the sidelines anymore, as this is your chance to get into the game as teams prep for their runs to the playoffs. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. That's betonline.ag, your online sportsbook experts. Use the promo code LOCKEDON for that 50% welcome bonus.
11: The NBA
2: playoffs are right around the corner, and Locked On NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late-season drama.
5: All right, we will round things out here with the rest of the Locked On Mock Lottery Draft featuring myself kicking things off with my pick at number eight. Hey, what's up? Sean Woodley here from Locked On Raptors to make the eighth overall pick in this week's Locked On NBA Mock Lottery Draft. And with the eighth pick, the Toronto Raptors are going for upside here. They're taking Keon Johnson, guard out of Tennessee, 6'5", 19-year-old. The Raptors don't plan to be back in this position again. They figure to be good again next season once they're back at home playing in Toronto and all of that, and this is the chance to find some star talent. We know the Raptors are very good at finding role players, but Keon Johnson profiles as a guy who can emerge as a go-to scorer at some time in the next few years here. He already is a great straight-line driver. He's already an excellent defender as well on and off the ball, which fits in wonderfully with the Raptors' core of Fred Van Vliet, O.G. Ananobi, and Pascal Siakam, where defense is first and foremost. But he also can kind of offer some scoring punch to that lineup, that group of guys who can struggle in the half-court at times. And it might take some time. He's got a bit of a wonky handle. He's not a very good shooter just now, but... All the things he does provide and the athleticism he offers, which is maybe the best in the class, really does, I think, kind of profile as the type of guy the Raptors should be going for here, trying to hit a home run on this high pick before they go back into, you know, living in 20s and, you know, maybe even late 20s life going into the future here. So Keon Johnson, the eighth overall pick, going to the Raptors here this week on the Locked On NBA Mock Lottery Draft.
8: This is Philip Rosenreich, the host of Locked On Magic, back with you again for the ninth pick in our Locked On NBA Podcast Network mock draft. The Orlando Magic, with their first pick, took the best player available. With the ninth pick, they should also take the best player available, but they also need someone that can provide a little bit of skill. And that's why I'm taking Moses Moody of Arkansas. Moody gives the Orlando Magic a score. Someone who, at Arkansas, was the primary score, was able to get his own shot, Create create space for himself and get to the basket. He is good NBA size and projects already as a strong 3-and-D player, someone who can hit from the outside a little bit as well as defend at a high level, which is going to be absolutely key for the Magic to get back in the playoff picture sooner rather than later with these two picks that the Magic have in this year's draft plus the players they have Coming back. The Orlando Magic obviously have a lot of work to do, but getting someone who can shoot at the rate that Moses Moody can is a big boost to the team, and he would probably fight and contend for playing time pretty quickly, maybe even a starting spot, too. Moody is a guy that fits the Magic's profile. He has good positional length uh, and is a strong defender as well. And I think that, and I think him not having to be the primary option offensively with guys like Markel Fultz and Jonathan Isaac and Shumo Kiki to share the load, will help him tremendously uh, and, and should help him have a successful rookie year. I think Orlando would be a really good spot for him, especially with a coach like Steve Clifford to kind of guide him and find the right ways to get him uh, growing and developing in the right direction. That'll be that'll be it for us. This has been Philip Rossmanke of Locked On Magic. Who's next?
11: Hey, this is Matt George, host of the Locked On Kings podcast, my... Assistant General Manager and I have made our selection with the 10th overall pick in this NBA draft lottery simulation mock draft. If the rules allowed it and I was in control of the Sacramento Kings, I would be trying to trade this pick, maybe package it with a Buddy Heald or Marvin Bagley to try and acquire a win now type talent that'll help the Kings make the playoffs next season. But in this case, I had to make a selection and I'm going with the six foot seven, 220 pound small forward, pure shooter out of Gonzaga, Corey Kispert is my selection. I love that he's 21 years old. I love that he comes from a winning program. He comes from success. If the Kings are going to use this pig and actually make a draft selection, they're looking for someone who can come in and contribute right away. Kispert seems more NBA ready at the 10th spot to add that shooting, maybe a replacement for Buddy Heald in that capacity to some extent. Corey Kispert, the selection for the Sacramento.
12: Hey everyone, Jake Madison here from Locked On Pelicans to make the 11th pick in the Locked On Network's first mock draft. And this was a tough decision. At 11, there's a number of different ways that I could go and that the Pelicans could go. But in the end, I took center Alperin Sengun out of Besiktas in the Turkish league averaging 19.2 points per game 9.4 rebounds 2.5 assists 1.3 steals and big breath 1.7 blocks while being named the MVP of the Turkish league was just too much for me to ignore he's incredibly skilled for a 6 foot 10 center and he's only 18 he's proven to be a strong interior scorer with tremendous rebounding instincts he was shown off some passing ability and a consistently improving three-point shot which might be the most important thing plus he's excellent at the free throw line shooting 81 percent defensively he's very good in drop coverage and taking away passes to the roll man while slowing down the ball handler and that's the exact type of defense that the pelicans tend to run and he's already a strong interior rim protector showing good instincts on when to try and contest and block shots he's not quite nba ready it might take him a year or two to really kind of find his footing in the league but you know what the Turkish League is already one of the strongest leagues out there in Europe, and there's shades of Kevin Love and Demonis Sabonis in his game, and that type of unicorn is exactly the type of big man you want next to Zion Williamson. So for more on the Pelicans and Zion, be sure to check out the Locked on Pelicans podcast.
13: I'm Walker Mail of Lockdown Hornets. And as of this week, we started doing a weekly mini mock draft. And for the first ever one, the Tankathon simulation gave us the 12th overall pick. Now, reality would say that we have the 11th best odds in the lottery after winning the coin flip with the San Antonio Spurs. But in alternate reality, we're going to have the 12th overall pick. And when we are in the alternate reality, me and Nada Edwards, my co-host, get to serve as Mitch Kupchak and choose who we're going to take with that selection. And with that 12th overall pick... We decided to go with Josh Giddy, international prospect out of Australia. Some of the strengths he possesses is he's a really good ball handler, tall ball handler as well, listed at about 6'8". To put him alongside LaMelo Ball, to have two guys, 6'7", 6'8", that can make the smart decision and pick and roll, would be really fun to watch. The problem is Giddy has some problem with his shot from the outside right now. So hopefully that would develop with his time in the association. The good news is they have Terry Rozier to hopefully counteract as a shooter within that backcourt. And Devontae Graham, Malik Monk, one of those guys are going to be gone. Presumably, it's going to be Malik Monk after the exit interview that he had just about a week and a half ago. So if Malik is gone, you're going to have to replace one of those guys coming off of the bench in the backcourt. And I think Giddy would be an excellent decision for that. Now, there are a couple of other places you could have gone, and we'll have our opportunities as these weekly mini mock drafts roll out. But the first one ever, we decided to go with Josh Giddy. Tell us what you think. I'm on Twitter at Walker Mail, not as on Twitter at Nod of the Scribe, and you can find our show handle at Lockdown Hornets. Find our podcast wherever you get your podcast. Can't wait for you to join us.
6: Hey, this is Jeff Garcia with Lockdown Spurs, here to give a quick react to the Lockdown NBA Network's impromptu draft or a mock draft and after the uh, Spurs uh, were announced that they're picking at number 12 as of now losing the coin toss we dive right into this and, and look first of all whoever organized this did not put the Spurs in the proper position they were ranked uh, number 12 we put the Spurs at number 13 in this mock so with names coming off the board pretty fast leading up to the Spurs uh, pick names like Sagoon left, uh, Kispert left, Moody left. Guys that I was targeting there, I think we're, were going to slip like Keon Johnson. Didn't happen. So uh, after the Hornets at 12, when it should have been the Spurs, picked Josh Giddy. That was the guy I had on my board. I went with Kentucky's Isaiah Jackson. I know it's not a uh, big name, glamorous pick, but the kid is tough. Sometimes I think the Spurs need lack that toughness, that dog. Uh, he brings that. Uh, an elite shot blocker, an athlete. Uh, he addresses the need for size for San Antonio and uh, perimeter defense as well. He can play the 4 and the 5. And you just look what he did at Kentucky last year. Ranked 15th nationally in blocks. Uh, he led the SEC in that department. He was named SEC All-Freshman and All-Defensive teams. I think he'll definitely uh, address the Spurs' uh, need in that department, just getting better on the defensive end. And I get it. There is some promise, though, on the offensive end. In six of his last seven games with Kentucky, he was averaging 13.3 6.9 rebounds, and 2.1 blocks, which makes me think he'll be definitely a project on the offensive end, but he would definitely bring uh, the defense. Does that sound familiar? Like a guy named Kawhi Leonard, who everybody knew coming out of college was a great defensive player, but lo and behold, he's also a good offensive player. So uh, start throwing those tomatoes at me. Uh, so you can follow me on Twitter at JeffGSpursZone and subscribe to Lockdown Spurs wherever you get your favorite podcasts.
10: Wes Goldberg with Locked On Warriors here again, picking for the second time in this Locked On Podcast Network mock draft, now at number 14. And with this pick, the Warriors will continue along with their strategy of going for upperclassmen and not uh, the raw, younger, 19-year-old kind of talents. No, we get Franz Wagner at number 7. And here at number 14, somehow, Davian Mitchell Out of Baylor, the junior out of Baylor, is still on the board. I don't know how he fell to number 14. ESPN has him ranked 8th. The Ringer has him ranked 7th on their big boards. This guy is a great ball handler, uh, a go-to scoring threat, hard-nosed competitor on defense. You love his competitive drive overall. The Ringer says that he has shades of Drew Holiday. That is a perfect fit for Golden State. Now when you zoom out and look at the Warriors draft... At number seven, taking Franz Wagner, and now getting Davion Mitchell at number 14. This is a home run draft for the Warriors. You're getting two guys who can immediately contribute right away in Wagner as a 3-and-D type of threat, and as in Mitchell, who, who, more, who could be a playmaker in that second unit alongside guys like Jordan Poole and Juan Descano Anderson, and last year's number two overall pick, James Wiseman. A home run of a draft for the Warriors. They absolutely nail it. Probably get the steal of the draft here with Davion Mitchell at number 14.
5: And that's going to do it. That is all 14 picks of the lottery. You get to hear about a lot of different guys who could be in the Raptors range wherever they end up picking in the draft. Of course, this will be a recurring thing. There will be more Locked On mock lottery drafts going on in the next little while here up until the draft lottery on the 22nd, Uh, so please stay tuned, and hopefully we can get some different guys in there and talk about some new guys. Also, we're going to really ramp up draft coverage after we finish up our season reviews, probably by the end of next week, and then we'll dive full bore into the coverage of the draft with the lottery on the 22nd. And on that note, just a reminder, uh, go to my pinned tweet. You'll see all the info for the Locked On Raptors. Uh, Draft Lotto Watch Party. It's going to be a lot of fun. And again, just $25 donations to either one of the Indian Residential School Survivors Society or the Islamic Relief Palestine Emergency Fund. Uh, If you want to donate to both, I will also not stop you from that. Uh, but yeah, put your name on in and we'll get you on the list to join the watch party on Draft Night. It's going to be a ton of fun. Lots of fun, great people who you love from this podcast and all over Raptors Internet. Uh, can't wait for it. It'll be a great time. Uh, so yeah, go to my pin tweet for that. Other than that, thank you so much for tuning in. It's very much appreciated. We will talk to you again on Wednesday as we continue on with our player reviews. Tomorrow, I think I'm going to go solo and dive into three different players. I want to talk DeAndre Bembry. I want to talk Aaron Baines. And I want to talk about Yuta Wat- Tanabe who uh I think all are, are worth talking about probably can't carry full episodes for their series their, their season to review but I think are certainly worth digging into uh player by player so we'll dig into that tomorrow on a solo show and we'll get some guests in for the later part of the week as well and Katie's going to come out to talk about Kyle Lowry this week and we'll get some other players uh you know notched off the list as well all right that's enough for me uh we'll talk to you again tomorrow uh, with another episode of Lockdown Raptors Bye bye <laughs>